sometimes you just got to say what the blank. Sometimes it's the way it's got to be. Sometimes you got to pick a cigar that's so totally out of your comfort zone. You're like, dear Lord, what have I done to myself? Sometimes you have to say I'm pot committed. Right, Fingers Malloy? It's like when you go to the casino and you're playing video poker and you hit the full house. Nope, the Royal Flush. That's what you hit the other day. See, that's why I don't play video poker. But I did decide to go all in on the La Flor Dominicana Double Lajero Digger Maduro. Holy crap, this is a big cigar. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is Fingers Malloy. He's America's favorite amateur drinker. And this... The Digger Maduro Grande, D-I-G-G-E-R, Digger Maduro Grande. It's an eight and a half by 60, Fingers Malloy. Digger Maduro, didn't he play shortstop for the Dodgers in the 50s? He did. He did with Sam Malone. <laughs> eight and a half by 60, eight and a half inches long. Tee-hee. Always makes Fingers Malloy laugh. And 60 is the ring gauge. That's the diameter of the cigar, basically how thick it is around. <laughs> now, a 64 ring gauge would be a full one inch around. Guys, this is a giant. If you do not have two and a half hours of your life dedicated to this cigar, you are an unserious person. There is no other way to do it. You smoke this too fast, you're going to be buzzing for a full 24 hours. It's that kind of of smoke. This is an Ecuadorian Maduro wrapper is what we got going on here. Dominican in the binder and filler. It comes out of the Dominican. And I now before anything, Lafleur makes great cigars, Lafleur Dominicana. They make big cigars. A lot of people are fans of the Andalusian Bull, uh, the, the, the chisel uh, style, which is not one of my favorites at all. I actually can't stand the chisel in terms of the mouthfeel. But the original, like the Airbender and things like that, I have always enjoyed. Lenox, they make great cigars at La Florida Dominicana. They make some fantastic Lanceros. Now, the Lancero is more of where I'm at because you have more wrapper compared to binder and filler, and wrapper is where the flavor is. This, at eight and a half inches, you're getting plenty of wrapper in there anyway. We have just lit this thing up, and Fingers Malloy, how you doing? I feel like I have a nunchuck in my hand. It's huge. It is just an absolute giant. It has atomic weight to it. It really does. It's like slightly less than a pound in my view. Now, it could just be six ounces for all I know, but it just is unbelievably heavy. And it is, I think both of us have kind of had a little bit of difficulty trying to light it evenly because it's so big. Uh, but right away, it's, it's earthy and very oily. It's one of the oilier cigars I feel like we've ever had. To the point where the wrapper on this, that, that Ecuadorian uh, Maduro, is slippery. Now, we've had oily wrappers. I sometimes like that, that grit kind of feel, a bit of suede feel. I happen to love grit in the wrapper. This could slip out of your hand. Yeah. This is like, uh, who's the name of the guy who got thrown out of the game for the pine tar? Well, that makes it stick. Well, this right. is the other way around. That was George Brett. George Brett. Thank you so much. Running out of the dugout, screaming, yelling, trying to get into a fight. That's, that's how much of the sports guy I am, everybody. I couldn't remember. George Brett. Um, this thing is just huge. I will admit, as we are smoking it right now, oddly enough, what I'm getting is, 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 a, is a wood cedar out of it, which is not what you would expect for something this big and this size. Yeah, and I'll tell you, listen, this is really early on. It, it feels like 
a mild smoke, and I know it's not a mild smoke. Right. So it, that's one of the things where if you try this, don't let the first third fool you because we've been warned. <laughs> Do not smoke this too fast. Uh, so that that's one thing that is throwing me off here in the beginning. So this is the Double Ahero, the Digger, D-I-G-G-E-R, the Digger Maduro Grande, eight and a half by 60. One of the reasons that I chose this cigar is to remind everyone out of the comfort zone is a good thing. You have to try things. You have to experience all the things to know what it is you like and what it is you don't like. Maybe there's a purpose for a certain type of cigar. There's a moment for a certain type of cigar. You've got to allow yourself the opportunity to find out what it is you like so you know what those things are. So pull out the notebook. So key, so imperative that you pull out the notebook. What did you eat that day? What did you drink that day? What is the weather? A little cool here in Indianapolis, a bit overcast going on. This does feel like a big fall cigar, but I could do this in the middle of summer, at least where it is right now. And also, no joke, you got to dedicate yourself time to this. Are you in a space and a place where you feel good about two and a half hours? So when you take a look at this cigar and you say to yourself, is this a cigar I'm smoking in the cigar lounge? Not necessarily. Unless you're with a couple of friends and you came to watch a game, this isn't the cigar lounge cigar. This is a backyard cigar. This is probably a cigar that you're going to appreciate having a little more fresh air. Yeah. Around you. I would argue, though, it is definitely not a golf course cigar. <laughs> I mean, even though you've got, you know, usually four, four and a half hours for an 18-hole round, uh, one of the things that happens when you're, you're golfing a lot of times, unless you're like Mike Dicka and you just keep the, the, the stick in your mouth the entire time when you're putting, I don't think you want to set this down and then pick it back up to make sure it's lit and, and, and do a couple of quick draws. This has to be an experience, something you sit down and you're relaxed and you, you smoke it slow and consistently. So, uh, no, you wouldn't want this on the golf course either. Now, it does come in, in a series of, of different Vitolas, different sizes. You can find it as just a natural dark Toro and a 6x54. You can find it as a Robusto, 4 and 5 eighths by 60, which would be a a big size robusto, but but an easier uh, smoke. Um, so it comes in a lot of a lot of styles, which is good for you because you can create options and opportunities with it. I would say that if you're a beginner, I don't think I start with Lafleur. As a matter of fact, I would tell you not to. I would not start with the Lafleur Dominicana cigar. It's Give yourselves not a, this one. No, no, no. I and I'm not kidding. Give yourself a little bit of time. Give yourself, if, if you're smoking one a week, give yourself a year. I'm not joking. Try the other things. And this is nothing against LaFleur, and someone might really disagree with my philosophy on this specific uh, group in LaFleur Dominicana. They just build bigger smokes. And I want you to have a, a kind of feel for what it is you're going. When you feel like, okay, I want to graduate into trying more things and interesting things and interesting blends and where people are, then make this happen. That's what I would do. The Digger here, D-I-G-G-E-R, the Digger Maduro Grande, eight and a half by 60. But I'll tell you, you're right, fingers. Now that it's lit, now that we're able to get that light going, that is perfectly even. Yep. That is a beautiful white ash in contrast to that dark, deep, dark chocolate 
wrapper uh, going on, super oily. Flavor's wonderful, and the smoke is good. It is. Do we have a price? Oh, how about an MSRP of twelve to fourteen dollars? Oh, stop it! Twelve to fourteen bucks. That's where it's at. That's I, crazy. It is crazy. That that is definitely. Look, we're we're only into the first, well, first thirty. Are you kidding me? We're in the first twentieth. <laughs> this thing is huge. Yeah. So far, so good. Especially at that price point. What 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 a bargain. Well. It's got to be your kind of cigar, though. Right. Bargain is what the flavor you get out of it. We've got a lot of smoking to do. Stick with us. Kick back. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow the Eat, Drink, Smoke show on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. Now, we warned you. We told you. What you want to buy for Christmas, if it's not already bought that'd be purchased. If bought not a word, Purchased. You're going to have a hard time finding it. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, everybody. I'm Tony Katz. That right there, America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. And you can find everything at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. It's just the supply chain issues, and we've got some stories. It's worse than they're telling. And the solution, can we just... You know we don't do politics on the show. Well, if people want to get political about what the solution is, it's beyond that. It is. This is not a right-left thing. This solution is going to take America saying, here's what we value. Here's what's going to actually keep us safe and let us thrive. Here's what's got to get done. We're going to break some of that down. But that is, none of this is stopping the stores from having their Black Friday specials. Get and now. <laughs> we called this, by the way. Walmart is starting their Black Friday November 3rd. Mm-hmm. They're starting their Black Friday in November to give people an option, an opportunity to get things. Now, I happen to be a big believer in shop local. I think this might be the year to tell the kids, this is not the Xbox Christmas. We're, we're, we're shopping local. There's still very cool things uh, to get. But here are some of the deals uh, that we've got. Um, at Walmart, you can get the Ninja Air Fryer, the four-quart air fryer, for $69. Do you use an air fryer? No, but I'd like to. I really? just... I. I have so many of these trendy small appliances at the house. I got the Instant Pot. I've got like four different. I got the Ninja Blender. I got the the Nutribullet. Uh, Do you have the George Foreman Grill? I've I've got the George Foreman Grill. I've got the Thigh Master. Uh, you name it. Wait, in the kitchen? Well, <laughs> there's nothing like eating while working out. That's that's what I a say. video we all have to see. <laughs> Find it at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Uh, I do not have one. However, I have discovered, for those of you who play in the keto game, they sell pork rind panko. So we're talking about basically pork rinds that are turned into breadcrumbs. Fried chicken with pork rinds. I thought you said pork uh, rind plinko. No, no, that's on, on The Price is Right. Oh. Panko, pork rinds for fried chicken, comes out excellent. Absolutely excellent. That, that I, I am a sucker for fried chicken. Morning, noon, night, weekends. Absolutely positively love. So I do it with that. I would try it in, in the air fryer. You can get a uh, monitor for your computer, 34-inch, for $279. Normally, $399. That's Samsung, so do that. That's for a gamer, right? Yeah. I got a, a you know, because I'm doing a lot of media stuff, I've got, a, I think, a 27-inch monitor, and that feels excessive to me. Because I don't have, like, uh, uh, what, what do the kids play nowadays? Dig Dug? Yes. Yes. So. They, they play Dig Dug. 
that and Kubert. <laughs> that's 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 what they're playing. Uh, then, of course, you have the Bounce Pro 14-foot Flash Light Zone Trampoline, normally $234, now $184, and comes with one free ride to the hospital in an ambulance for your nine-year-old. Because seven kids are in there double bouncing, and it's going to end up in a broken femur. And they've got that little like fish netting that goes around to make sure that your kid, who's running 100 miles an hour into the net, doesn't fall off the trampoline. I mean, my kids love trampolines. Friends have trampolines. It's it's just a lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm I'm if you like them, I'm not telling you no. But it's I the risk reward on the trampoline <laughs> in no way works for me. Then Best Buy. Wait, wait. Where's where's the Best Buy? Here you go. Here are the Best Buy Black Friday sales. Here it is. What it disappeared? Fingers Malloy. Amazing deals on computers, TVs, major appliances, wireless headphones, and much more starting on November 19th. Yeah, but where are the, where are the actual deals? I don't want to hear that garbage. I want the black... Okay, here. Okay, black Friday prices guaranteed. What do you want to look at? You want to look at um, those small appliances, or do you want to look at, at the treadmills, which I'm told are not important anymore, uh, or do you want to take a look at, uh, at laptops? Well, wait, wait, wait a minute. Treadmills aren't important anymore? So this was a silly thing said by, by the White House press secretary. Somebody was asking her a question about the supply chain. You know, people can't get this, they can't get that. Treadmills are coming in. And she said, ah, oh, the, the, the tragedy of the expected treadmill. This, is, this stuff is not helpful when people say things like that. When we talk about supply chain, if a treadmill is what you want to buy and someone sells treadmills... Is Best Buy better off that they can't sell you the treadmill? You can't get it. They can't profit off of it. The company that makes it, these things, this isn't stuff to make fun of. It's not just some kind of weird purchase. Someone buying a treadmill is making a purchase into their health, making a purchase into being able to lead a a better life for themselves. Or, And by the way, treadmill can be replaced with anything. I don't know why you would mock buying it. No, especially when, you know, the statistics show that the people who are impacted most by COVID-19, many of them are are obese. 150%. That whole comorbidity conversation, which really gets lost in the shuffle. I cannot, I mean, I don't don't mean this in in some kind of morbid way. I can't wait to see the breakdown of the numbers and see when we take a look at COVID deaths, how many of them had a comorbidity because that's going to tell us what really we need to be looking at as a country and obesity is going to be a big one it's going to be a giant one and sure sure, there'll be ones like cancer but hypertension um uh, diabetes obesity those things are going to rank in the top three in one way or another and it's going to hopefully hit for some people hey there's something i can do about it like a treadmill are you are you buy are you a Black Friday shopper? Usually, but uh, now this year I'm going to be doing my Black Friday shopping. Apparently, uh, the end of October, first of November. I'm 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 amazed people haven't done it now. I'm I'm really I I got to admit I when people start realizing they can't get the things, and I I admit I am I am committed to a, a buying local. I have had this conversation with my kids. Don't don't expect it. We're not doing the big things. No, 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 no. 
I think so many people are overwhelmed by what is happening. I mean, they're going to the grocery store and they're seeing empty shelves for basic. Did I show you that video? No, you did not. My wife was uh, in a, in a supermarket today and sent me a a, a video of the the toilet paper aisle. The oh, paper aisle. not this again! It, it's 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 empty. Uh, <sighs> wait, let me let me let me. So get it for people you. Are, are running out and they're buying the paper goods. They're they're buying the toilet paper. They're buying the the paper towels. That's empty. Oh, those no. are empty empty shelves. Here we go. But I can't tell you if they're buying them. Or if the supply chain thing right. is causing the problem, and I get uh, I get asked this constantly, I think three months supply of toilet paper of everything of, of of making sure your family can exist. I don't think that's obsessive. I don't think that's prepper. I think that's that's rational in today's world. It really and truly is. My wife thought I was nuts. I've been talking about this now for months, and I've been slowly doing it. And she's like, "Would you please stop?" And the other day, she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go get a couple extra things." <laughs> Look, I've got a three-month supply of Hot Pockets in my freezer, ready to go, just in case. Just one freezer? Yeah. It's a very big freezer. It's a freezer. big freezer. It's a, it's a huge... I'm trying to think the last time I had a Hot Pocket. Oh, man, now I could go for a Hot Pocket. See? If you haven't bought your things for uh, for the holidays, guys, uh, you may not get them, but I think a rethink is good. And cigars always make a lovely gift. Also, chafing dish. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. The holiday season has started, and I know this, Fingers Malloy, because eggnog is on the shelves. Finally, eggnog in your favorite Bud Light seltzer. Oh, no. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, and everybody is in on the seltzer craze. Bud Light seltzer is out, and they have Bud Light seltzer nog. No. Oh, yes, they do. They've got the ugly sweater pack that you can get, and it comes with sugar plum, sweet mixed berry, cranberry, and plum flavors, the cherry cordial, cherry and chocolate paired with Bud Light's classic seltzer. Hold on a second. (laughs) I think we're misusing the word classic here. Classic seltzer? You know what classic seltzer is? Seltzer. Alka. Alka. You got to find yourself a, a soda fountain from 1953. <laughs> how, can, how can something be a classic when it's only two years old? It's just, it, we, we have bastardized language. It's like what we call heroic. And people we call a genius. Or we, we really are taking giant liberties. And then there's cranberry, which has the perfect sweet cranberry to crisp seltzer ratio. We got our best scientist on that. Were they wearing lab coats when they came up with the formula? When Fauci isn't working on COVID, he's coming up with the perfect cranberry to crisp seltzer ratio. And then seltzer nog, the original holiday fave eggnog with notes of sweet cinnamon and vanilla flavors in seltzer form. No. No. Absolutely not. Why not? Again... This is one of those things where people are trying too hard. Go back to the pumpkin spice stuff where everything has to be pumpkin spice. They've got a pumpkin spice seltzer. Pumpkin pumpkin seltzer? That that sounds disgusting to me. Well, now you're... You, 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 Nothing says America like fizzy pumpkin. Uh, 
I actually saw Fizzy Pumpkin open up for DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Oh, see, if you would have said Rob Bass, it would have been a callback. Oh, shame on me. But uh, are you an eggnog person? Do you like eggnog? I could drink all the eggnog. Okay. Now. I love eggnog. And none of this diet eggnog or skim eggnog. No, no, no. Full fat, artery hardening eggnog. There's diet eggnog? Yeah, people are nuts. They put saccharin in it? I don't know. Maybe there's a keto eggnog for all I know. (laughs) Oh, there probably is. But now take that. Listen, eggnog, it's a thick drink, right? Yeah, it is. It coats coats the palate. It coats the esophagus. It coats your stomach. It coats your coat. Yep. And now you're taking that flavor that you're used to in that thick, thick (laughs) beverage we're going to make a crisp seltzer, and we're going how to come, have to be... How I, come when they talk about the Kardashians, thick is sexy? But when you say thick, <laughs> it just makes me feel bad. Have they ever compared a Kardashian to eggnog? Well, they will now because <laughs> of this show. Right. But uh, the other flavors, okay, I get. Cranberry makes sense. Uh, sugar plum. I, I Honestly, sugar plum for me is like uh, marzipan. I have no idea. Sugar plum. Okay. Cherry cordial. Makes sense, cherry culture. Because it, it, listen, in a lot of ways, a seltzer when you're drinking it feels like a, a spiked pop, right? I love that you call it pop. I don't care how long I live in the Midwest; it just can't happen. It's soda. It is soda. It's soda. What are okay. we? What are we? What are we debating? Fine. It's a, it's a spiked soda pop. So <laughs> he hyphenated it <laughs> like but, a modern marriage. But 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 eggnog, e- eggnogs. Uh, this, oh, this it's is, gross, and uh, I'm not having it, except to try for the show. Oh, but I got to tell you, the one thing that I do find funny about it is uh, they're also rolling out an entire line of actual ugly sweater apparel that you can buy. People when- are crazy about ugly sweaters. They have taken to that so greatly. So we can have ugly sweater, uh, 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 ugly sweater edition of Eat Drink Smoke this year. Maybe we'll sell our own ugly sweater. Maybe the eat, drink, smoke, ugly sweater is what we need. And we'll call it the eggnog sweater. No, that no. would be delicious. <laughs> you, you got it all wrong. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to get into the apparel business. We, we will get swag. That's going to come. But sure, why won't they? Somebody's going to wear it. It doesn't. What does it cost them? They'll make a few billion bucks. They'll be like, ah, schmucks. Well, they're going to sell us, us with the seltzer variety pack. Uh, or you can get it. Uh, it. They'll include T-shirts, hats, sweaters, and more, ranging from anywhere from five to sixty bucks. Sixty dollars for an ugly, an ugly sweater is something that you go to Goodwill to buy for two dollars and fifty cents. How about this? I'll give you something else to do with, with, with your money. Something simple, something easy. Only costs you sixty-one thousand dollars. Go on. Royal Caribbean offers you a chance for a cruise. For 274 nights straight. 274 nights, Fingers Malloy. It's going to hit all seven continents. It is the ultimate world cruise. You're going to hit Machu Picchu in Peru, the Taj Mahal in India, the Great Wall of China. You're going to uh, hit Antarctica, the Great Barrier Reef, the pyramids there in Giza, the Colosseum in Rome. Fingers Malloy, $61,000 does not include taxes and fees. Are you ready to grab a pack of uh, your hard seltzer from Bud Light and get on the cruise ship for 274 I don't days. care if it goes to all seven continents in one vowel. I'm not getting on <laughs> that ship because, to me, all cruise ships are death ships. There, I said it. 
his hatred of cruises is legendary. I will not get on the SS Salmonella. Here we go. How much money you pay me. Here we go. One of two things happen. Either you you get the Salmonella or you leave the cruise ship casino at 3 o'clock in the morning never to be seen again. I don't know if they have a casino on the cruise ship. (laughs) I'm I'm stuck on a cruise ship for 274 days and it doesn't have a casino? Uh, No. Have you gone cruising? I've never been on a cruise. It's, It's not... It's not what I I find an interest in. First, if I'm going to be at a swimming pool, I don't want it to be with other people. Uh, second, you know, I'm not, my gambling, I'm, I'm not what we call in the business very good at it. By the way, I did reference it. Fingers Malloy, video poker, hit another royal flush, cashed in huge, bought himself a new Harley t-shirt. Yeah, financing I, it. Are you? I, I, I'm still able to buy it, though. Very excited. I, I don't, those things don't interest me. Me, uh, for mountains. Give me mountains. Give me things I can stare at. I just want to sit and take in the air. I want to hike. That That's, or, or museums. Like, that's, that's where I'm at. I don't want to be on a tight schedule where the, you know, the ship docks and they say, okay, you got three hours. Be back here because the ship's leaving. I, I don't want to be a part of that. Right. No, thank you. I, but, hey, listen, if you love cruises, don't send your hate my way. Just enjoy your cruise. It's just not for me. Get fingers on a cruise. Take them with you. It's worth the extra ticket. Most, mostly, I, I, I like the idea of vacation. I don't know if 274 days is vacation. I want a little bit of normalcy so I can then go away, so I can then come back. I, 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 I could easily be a guy who takes four vacations a year, quarterly go away somewhere. 274 days in a row. What if you've never been on a cruise and you find out uh, three hours in that you get motion sickness? Well, I don't think I would start with the 274-day <laughs> cruise. And I don't want to be too far away from my MyPillow and my Giza Dream bed sheets. Everything at MyPillow.com. You can sleep better with these sheets. I have these sheets. I sleep on these sheets. And right now, they're buy one, get one free on the Giza Dream bed sheets. They are grown there uh, in a region between the Sahara, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River, but they're all made in the United States. It's a long staple cotton, ultra soft, breathable, a variety of colors and sizes, machine washable, and a 60-day money-back guarantee, a one-year limited warranty on the sheets. And right now, you can get them buy one, get one free, all Giza Dream sheets. Go to MyPillow.com, click on promo code TONY. MyPillow.com, promo code T-O-N-Y, promo code Tony. You can also get great discounts on the MyPillow mattress topper, the MyPillow towel sets, so much more. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code Tony for buy one, get one sheets. Sleep better with MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com, promo code Tony. This La Florida Minicana, double Lajero, the Digger Maduro, eight and a half by 60. The cigar is a giant. What are we pairing it with? That's up next. Remember, you can find our reviews on cigars, bourbon, and food over at our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. The size of this cigar, the smoke of this cigar, well, not just this cigar that we're doing right now, but the cigar that you have, that will very much dictate what you want to pair it with. Whether it's a bourbon or it's a rye, maybe there's a wine uh, that you're into, a rum, perhaps. But when you're smoking a cigar that's eight and a half by 60, an Ecuadorian Maduro. There's only one thing that works, guys, and it's coffee. 
Eat, drink, smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. We started over an hour ago. No, hour and a half ago. Yeah. Smoking the La Flor Dominicana, what's known as the Digger, D-I-G-G-E-R. It is an Ecuadorian Maduro. It is eight and a half by 60. Eight and a half inches long. Tee-hee. And a ring gauge of 60, which is the diameter of the cigar, how thick it is around. Tee-hee. Makes fingers from Loy laugh every time. So big a cigar, we had to do that joke twice. <laughs> it's huge, guys. Big smoke, and as we're starting to slowly get through the first third, Fingers, you're actually into the second third of that cigar. I'm ending the first third of mine. It is a bigger smoke. A lot of good wood notes on this. There's definitely a, a, a solid earth uh, uh, undertone to it going on. Not so much a spice. That has not happened yet. It's a giant. And for whatever reason, Fingers and Molloy and I looked at each other and said, this calls for coffee, not bourbon. This is a two-and-a-half-hour smoke at least, and it needs to be in a place where you've got some good ventilation. I don't know if I recommend this cigar, Fingers Malloy, for the Cigar Lounge. you got to have real time to dedicate to it. We want to try, explore as we do. And the only thing that came to mind is coffee, bourbon, we just thought for where we are, the time of day, everything else would just be too much. Yeah, and this isn't an Irish coffee either. There's no alcohol in this at all. It was just a... An executive decision to say this really should pair well with coffee. And on top of it, it's one of those days in central Indiana. It's a fall day. It's a little chilly outside. Coffee just sounds right, and it's going very well with the cigar. When we do coffee, we do it as a French press. Now, if you don't have a French press, they are not expensive. You can find them at your local Target. You can go to Williams-Sonoma. You can get them online. Probably still available uh, in terms of shipping. If you want to talk about something for the holidays, a French press will do it. The, the purpose of a French press is to think of coffee like tea in that, in that way, where you're going to steep, like, like your tea leaves, you're going to steep the grounds. So it is the ground coffee and hot water. And that's what's going into this little pitcher, if, if, if you will. From there, you're going to let that sit. You're going to let the water get all into that coffee ground and really get the flavors out of it. It has a plunger. It's a screened mesh plunger. And as you slowly, slowly push that down, you're moving the grounds to the bottom, leaving only the coffee remaining. And then when you're pouring it, make sure your finger's on the lid if the lid is not tight. And what you get is really the, the, the purer form of what the coffee has to offer. When you use a drip coffee maker, and there's nothing wrong with a drip coffee maker, we all use them, I have one, of course. The paper filter is catching the oils of the coffee. Think of it, it's the coffee bean, and it's been roasted. It got roasted for a specific period of time to create a specific flavor, dark roast, a light roast. What is it, where's the bean from? Remember, coffee is a bean. What are they trying to get out of it? What is what is that roaster trying to say? That what's the story they're telling with the coffee? So with a with a French press, you're able to get the truest flavor of the coffee, and you should try it. Try it black. I mean, you may be someone who's cream and sugar. I'm a cream and, and Splenda guy of myself. I, I like it sweeter. But you have so many great coffee options that you can play it the same way you do play bourbon. What is it that might pair with this 
the, 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 the point of the coffee is that you can often get those same kind of earth notes, maybe some fruity notes. Remember, it is, it is a bean in that, in that way. It, is, or it was a fruit in that way, uh, I should say. Uh, we call them beans. And, and see if you can match that up with your cigar. And that's why we went with the French press here, because there was so much happening here because of the size of the cigar, because of that unbelievably oily wrapper in the cigar, that Ecuadorian Maduro. We wanted a compliment that wasn't going to add to what is the giantness of the smoke. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you have a French press at home that you use very often. I have one, and what I like to use it for is cold brew coffee. I'll let it sit in the, in the French press for 12 hours and, and then, uh, you know, do the plunger very slowly, like you said, and then, uh, you know, drink cold brew from it, and it makes fantastic cold brew coffee. So I don't do that often. I do uh, take any leftover coffee I have and turn those into ice cubes. Because if you're doing a cold brew, if you're doing an iced coffee, the ice is going to water down the coffee. But if you take the excess coffee and turn that into ice cubes, boom, you plop that in. And now you're, you, you got the temperature, but you're keeping the coffee flavor in there. You do not have to spend big money on a, a French press. Sometimes you'll see things known as an AeroPress. Mm-hmm. which is all plastic. I have one of those, too. It's, it's quite incredible. The thing you need to know about French press is that you're getting the oils. That's so much of the flavors in there. That also can have an effect on your system. Too many of those oils, if you find yourself like, ooh, I'm doing, I'm doing a lot of bathroom work, <laughs> uh, that's, that could be the reason. But you can find a French press for as low as $15 and as high as $115. And really what you're, what you're looking for is, A, a, a look that you like, a style that you like, how good is that mesh and how tight is that seal between the plunger part and what's around it, whether it's steel or whether, or whether it's, it's glass. Because if that plunger is not tight, as you're pushing down, the grounds can escape up and you don't want to be drinking grounds. That's also why you got to press it down slowly because you just want to slowly do that so you're not pushing the grounds up. It's physics, people. And you don't want to push the grounds up and you don't want to be drinking that because that ruins the coffee experience. Now, do you consider yourself a coffee snob? No. Wait, what do we mean? I, do you have to, when you, let's say for, for home purposes, do you go out and you, uh, you have to get a certain coffee that uh, may be a little bit more expensive? Uh, I'm not talking about, listen, when you're on the go, a lot of times you just grab whatever coffee you can get your hands on if you need a cup of coffee. But for... for home enjoyment do you get the uh, the pricey stuff no i get the stuff that i like and if it happens to be pricey so be it i've gotten things from the local kroger which is a supermarket here that is just fine um i have gotten things uh that are you know pete's and uh p-e-e-t two e's uh illy and and lavaza that that i've enjoyed i will tell you that i have gotten enough into it uh, and I and I can't announce anything big yet. I have decided to start my own coffee, oh? and that has been something that's been in the process now for about eight months. I've been slowly learning my way and slowly finding my way, and now work with a roaster that I really like who wants to work with me on the project. And so I'm hoping that in in the start of 2022, I'll have a coffee to announce. I've got a great name for it. Yes, Sanka. Sanka. No one's ever used Sanka before. If it, goes, if it grows together, it goes together. And that is true of bourbon, that's true of rye, and it is true of coffee. And with the La Flor Dominicana right here, uh, the, the, the Digger uh, Ecuadorian Maduro, coffee was the perfect, perfect pick. 
Treat yourself to a French press. Try it yourself. See what you think of it. Enjoy. And by the way, you can use almost any coffee. Enjoy it. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Eat, Drink, Smoke. It is your cigar, bourbon, foodie, radio extravaganza. I'm Tony Katz. That right there. America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. And don't forget to go to EatDrinkSmokeShow.com and get yourself your humidor from Case Elegance. Glad to have them as part of the show. Use the coupon code EDS and you're going to get free monogramming. That's what you're going to get. Go to EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Great humidors. Protect your investment of your cigars with a Case Elegance humidor. Use promo code EDS and you'll get free monogramming on that humidor. Check that out for yourself. We are smoking the La Flor Dominicana, the Digger, <laughs> D-I-G-G-E-R, the Ecuadorian Maduro, the eight and a half by 60. Fingers Malloy is into the second third after nearly two hours. I'm just getting into the second third right now. It's a giant. I'm not even sure you're into the second third yet. This is absolutely insane. I cannot believe we are, what did you say, probably an hour and a half in? An hour and a half, maybe two hours by this point into this cigar because of the breaks and everything that we take. You are so right about this cigar. This is not something you're going to want to get at a cigar lounge necessarily unless you're, you're planning to be there all day. I right, mean, if this- you're doing a radio show, <laughs> that is perfect. You need time for this cigar, but it while it is a full, it's not smoking as a full. I think no. it's smoking as a lovely medium. It's got a little more earth tone to it right now. There's actually a touch, a weird touch of chocolate that I'm getting, but we also paired it with coffee. We we did decide to forego the bourbon this time around. If it goes together, it grows. If it grows together, it goes together. And you're talking about the same kind of soil makeups, the same as as they would call the terroir uh, that that tobacco and coffee come from. It's a perfect pairing. Went with the French press on this. And I did want to mention on French press coffee, you do want to make sure that you're using a coarser ground. So when you do buy the uh, coffee, you want to buy it the bean. And you just want to grind it a little more coarse. You want it to be a little thicker because with the, a French press and that, that metal mesh that you have, you don't want the grounds on a super fine ground getting through. Yeah. So you want to make sure that it's a little more coarse so you can push it down and you don't get the grounds in your coffee. For the French press with this, a perfect, perfect setup for the back deck. If you're if you're in the garage or, or if you're if you're if you're after the the uh, the golf, don't bring this on the golf course. Afterwards, if you've got the time, this is perfect. This is screaming a campfire. Yes, it is, and also this is going to be a cigar that will take you just as long to enjoy as your round of golf. Right, because it, you know. You, this we're going to be three hours, three and a half hours in before this thing is done. We have both of us have had uh, some issues keeping it lit. We've had to touch it up, but when you've got a cigar this size, I would assume that's just something you're going to have to expect. And on a sixty ring gauge, remember sixty four is a full inch around. This is a sixty ring gauge on a sixty. That is usually not where I like to be. It's uncomfortable in the mouthfeel of the cigar, which which matters greatly. It's why some people like uh, uh, you know different vitolas and they like torpedoes and. And, and, all, and all sorts of things. It is working. While it is, it is a beast, it's working because it's not crazy as it sounds. It is not overpowering. And therefore, like, the whole thing is this unique, strange, but yet pleasurable experience. I'm, I'm enjoying it very much. Yeah. Here we are. Like you said, I'm into the second third, and it still feels like one of the heftiest cigars I've ever held in my hand. And I'm not even halfway through the stick. 
Uh, and again, it's 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 oily, and I keep saying that, and I, I sound like I'm harping on it, but it's not. I don't want to make it sound like that should turn people off. I mean, no, it's, no, it's, it's delicious. It's, it's outstanding. It's 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 absolutely delicious in in that way. There are cigars that we've had that are that are far more flavorful at this stage of the game, but the flavors in here are working great. How we paired it is working really wonderful, uh, and it's it's a hundred percent worth the try, especially in that uh, eleven twelve. Actually, it's twelve to fourteen dollars a stick. That twelve to fourteen dollars a stick. That's where it's at, oh. and it's it's solid. So. Is this in your humidor? I mean, because it's so big. I mean, uh, there there would never be a box of these in my humidor. There would be a couple of these in my humidor. There would be two of these. You got to have the right size humidor. Again, caseelegance.com. Use co- coupon code EDS. Um, but there would be two of these in my humidor. And these this isn't something that I'm pulling out when I've got friends with me, right? It's just, you'd have to be a special friend who you want to spend three hours with. Exactly. You know, so so this is for you to really take the time to enjoy and relax and enjoy the evening. But it's time, Fingers Malloy, for News of the Week. Oh, Tony. Uh, you know, what? we have been really highlighting some of the problems that the auto industry in particular has had with supply chain issues, particularly with the computer chip shortage. And you're seeing automotive manufacturers shutting down plants because they don't have the computer chips uh, to, to build their vehicles. And a lot of them are their big money vehicles like with Ford and with with General Motors it's their it's their big pickup trucks that's their big money maker well they're starting to get through that they're still having some issues with computer chips but now they may be confronting a whole new issue that may shut down the automotive industry apparently there is a global shortage of magnesium magnesium yes magnesium is used when you are building uh, parts that have uh, aluminum in them so it is, it is used with aluminum parts, and uh, you know, you're talking body panels, fuel tanks, you know, uh, brakes, engine blocks. And there, there are uh, people, there are experts that are saying that Europe may run out of their magnesium supply by the end of November. 85% of magnesium comes from China. <laughs> okay. A couple of things. So we understand it in terms of what's already going on with the auto industry. They don't have the chips. And there are fields across America with thousands of new vehicles in them that can't run because they don't have the chips. They can't run. And when you go and you travel and you take a look at these new car dealers, there are no cars on the lot. Yeah. But if now you also cannot produce anything because you don't have the metal... Well, A, uh, bring on the carbon fiber. I, I mean, uh, you're going to have to, they're, they're, you're going to have to innovate because you can't have a reliance on China in today's world to get the things that you need. And secondly, that means that if they don't have the metal, they can't be engaging in any level of fabrication at the plants, which means that the delays in getting things done, there's nothing to make. If there are no materials, there's nothing to make. And therefore, you're looking into well into 2023. For new cars, this does mean, right, that the used car market is going to further explode and we're going to start seeing a lack of used cars. Absolutely. And this is going to have an impact well down the road because there, you've had a large portion of a calendar year where, or longer than a year, that auto manufacturers have not been able to run at full production. So there's going to be less used cars in the you know long run, obviously, which will impact new and used car prices. But, you know, with the computer chips, you've heard people say, well, why couldn't they have 
stocked up on the computer chips. And it, well, you can't do that with magnesium because apparently it oxidizes rather quickly. So that's one of those, uh, you know, uh, things that you need as an auto manufacturer that you bring in just in time. Uh, so they're, they're saying that you know some of the American auto manufacturers may be able to handle this a little bit better because the United States is a global producer of magnesium. So they may be able to navigate this a little bit better than some of the foreign uh, auto manufacturers. But my goodness, they're, they're saying that well, that... well, no, because now you're going to have buying from the foreign auto manufacturers. Can we imagine a situation? Seriously, think of this in the geopolitical sense. Uh, 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 Germany needs magnesium for BMWs. They come to the United States. Sorry, we won't sell it to you because we need to make our own cars. Look, I, I don't. No matter where you are uh, about uh, how you treat American uh, manufacturers versus foreign manufacturers, you're talking about a worldwide incident. We need to be able to keep making these things, and you're then going to tell your trade partners no. I mean, they must be doing some kind of buying from here, but oh. Price is going to go up, baby. Well, well, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Price is going to go up, but it all depends on where Europe depends on getting most of their magnesium. If the uh, American automakers... Well, can I turn this around and say this is an opportunity for the U.S.? I mean, is, yeah. is, is that possible? Uh, it is possible if they're able to step up manufacturing, you know, to get the product out. But uh, to be able to do that uh, uh, flip of a switch, I don't know if that's possible. It's the flip of the switch part that's really, really the big issue and one that's getting missed in all these conversations. I actually want to continue this conversation. I want to get into some of these supply chain issue things because uh, we don't do politics here. So people are really hitting this wrong on like every side of the aisle. We should at least hit this right and make sure we're all on the same page. Keep it right here. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow Eat, Drink, Smoke on social media, on Twitter, at Go Eat, Drink, Smoke. On Facebook, facebook.com slash eat, drink, smoke. And Instagram, at eat, drink, smoke podcast. So I wanted to continue this car conversation and where the production is because I want everyone's take on whether or not now is the time. We've talked about my inability to buy a grill, but at least I've decided on the type of grill. It's definitely going to be a pellet grill or maybe charcoal, perhaps natural <laughs> gas. I don't know. Eat, drink, smoke. Tony Katz right here. That's Fingers Malloy right there. Go Eat, Drink, Smoke on Twitter and Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast on Instagram. Go follow us on Instagram. Great stuff happening over there. Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast on Instagram. So now that I've decided on a pellet grill. That's the right thing for me to start with. Uh, and I'm, I'm now that the season's over, I, I'm hopefully going to find some deals and, and I'll get one. But I have been talking about wanting to get a, a third car, really wanting to get a classic. Like I, I want to get like, like a 71 Buick Skylark. Like it was something cool and awesome like that. And I've been working on it and looking at it and have come to the realization that I can't yet. And the reason I can't yet is that I, I have a kid that's going to start driving soon. And I need to make sure, living in Indiana, that anything I get can handle all the weather. Because if for some reason the kid needs to drive it, my wife needs to drive it, they need to feel comfortable in it, I want them comfortable in it. Now is not the time for the, for the classic. That time will come. So, okay, I've made the decision to get something all-wheel drive. But I don't necessarily want an SUV, but I have to get something that's all-wheel drive. That's it. And me, I'm a, I'm a luxury guy. I mean, I do. I drive the Hummer. I drive the H3. I love that car. I would actually buy another one. I, I absolutely love that vehicle. It's the, it's the most fun I've ever had in a car. It is comfortable. It's fantastic. Uh, it, 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 
it not there there is no problem going down the road. I love it. I know fingers you we make fun of you for getting the, the Chevy Volt, but it's worked out very, very well for you with the rise of gas prices, which is obscene. You've got the SSR, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic vehicle uh, to have. But this used car pricing thing, as you discussed, the magnesium issue and the further hits that new car manufacturing is having. I have heard from people, and you are you are the car guy for, for us in terms of knowing the industry, Fingers. You, you, you have a history there. You, 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 you've been around it. You've seen it. I have heard people say that the used car market will always be there. There's always somebody selling a vehicle. I don't disagree with that. There are a lot of cars on the road. But there comes a moment that the car becomes necessity to the point where people say, even if I wanted to sell it, now is not the time to sell it because I won't be able to find something else. The prices go up to a point that make things insane. Are we still, Fingers, in your view, going to see a rise in used car prices? Absolutely. And I'll tell you something else when it comes to... That's not the answer I wanted, everybody. (laughs) Just so we're clear. Well, especially if this magnesium thing is a thing and you're going to see... The magnesium thing is, is that... They're predicting a shortage of magnesium. 85% of the European market gets their magnesium from China, or at least China is 85% of the magnesium market. The U.S. has magnesium, so you won't be able to have foreign cars. They, they won't be able to mix it with the metals to make the quarter panels and everything else. Right. There's going to be maybe more pressure on the U.S. market, rising, the, increasing those prices, and they don't have the chips anyway to make the cars. Exactly. Uh, but here, here's something, and I don't want to mention the manufacturer's name because this, this was a, a secondhand story that was told me, but... Uh, I'm hearing that there are some manufacturers, if you have a lease and your lease is up, they're willing to pay you to keep your car instead of turning it in because they're worried that you're going to turn your car in and then they're going to have nothing to sell you. They're going to have no new car to lease to you and you may decide to go to another manufacturer, another dealership that isn't of their brand to get a a, a new vehicle. That's insane. Wow. Because so, so much of the automotive manufacturing, so much of uh, uh, the customer base is based on customer loyalty. You'll, you'll have people that are like, okay, I'm a Ford guy. I'm always going to be a Ford guy. I want to go get a new Ford. Well, if you go to, say, Ford and there's nothing on the lot and you're turning in your lease, you may go somewhere else. And at that point, you become a Toyota guy or a Chevy guy or whatever. So, But there's got to come a moment in, in this used car market where... The price can't go up anymore. It is what it is what it is. But you've been watching and used cars that used to be uh, at, at seventeen, eighteen thousand. You're saying are now up at twenty eight thousand. Well, I'll give you an example. Let's let's go back to my my Chevy Volt for a second. I bought it this time last year, and now that I'm remembering it correctly, I paid fifteen nine for that vehicle. Okay. I'll just throw that out there. I, and I went to Tucson, Arizona because, you know, we've discussed it with other people who sell cars in central Indiana. For some reason, they're more expensive in central Indiana it's than they are. It's so crazy. By thousands of dollars yes. more expensive. So it was worth it for me to fly to Arizona to buy my used car and drive it back. I'm seeing 2017 volts that are base models with the same mileage I have now, $50,000 or 50,000 miles going for as much as what I paid for that vehicle last year, and mine's fully loaded in LT. You're, I'm seeing that fully loaded vehicle go for two to three thousand dollars more than what I paid for it last year. These, these, uh, the prices for used cars are just 
you know, going through the roof. And if we, like I said earlier, have a situation where automotive manufacturers can't build new vehicles for a long period of time, there are no replacement vehicles. So there's going to be less vehicles on the road, less vehicles to buy. Use prices are going to go up. So now here comes the part two. And you were discussing with this with me off air. We were texting. Parts. The buying of a used car to the idea of the parts. Does that mean if you're looking at a used luxury vehicle, let's say uh, in, in the Cadillac world, you'd be better off with something in the Honda world? Or they both have their equal issue with getting parts for a they, vehicle in this world. Well, they both have equal issues getting parts uh, in this world right now. It's just that you know a, a Cadillac or a Mercedes part would be more expensive than a Honda part, just based on you know the the, the vehicle. Depending on and there's so much that can go uh, wrong uh, with a luxury vehicle versus you know if you just have a standard Honda. Uh, but you're hearing from dealers that they you know things have gotten better. But there was a time, especially last year, they couldn't get replacement parts. It was bad. It, it was getting to the point where you know some dealerships couldn't even uh, you know perform oil changes because they couldn't get oil filters. So, you know, is that the case now? As you're seeing, it? I'm not hearing it so much now as far as the, the oil filters, but it's still difficult to get parts. You know, I, I told you I, I cracked my windshield on the Volt. I was, right. got behind a semi. I was very fortunate, which that, should be a crime, right? Fingers Malloy cracking a windshield. I want people brought to justice. <laughs> you get that sweet ride up to 110 miles an hour. You don't know what's going to fly into your windshield. Uh, Have you gotten it up to 110 miles <laughs> no, an hour? No. no. No officers are listening. You no, can tell me. No, no, no. But I, I talked to uh, the person who replaced the, the windshield, and he said that there are some people who have to wait up to six months to get a replacement windshield. Now, how, what do you do? You broke your windshield. I mean, forget about it being cracked. What if something really flew into it? And it broke. Right. You got to have your car sit for six months waiting for a windshield. And I'm talking about brakes. I'm talking about, you know, those kinds of of things. The only thing I've decided is, you know, the the kid doesn't drive for like another, you know, 10 months, but I'm buying it now. Yeah. And I, and, and my wife looked at me, she's like, we've got time. And I, I'm going through all the data points. I'm like, I think the data points tell me I don't have time. I think the data points tell me I'm two months too late. But if I don't do it now, I'm two months too late, which is exactly how I feel about Bitcoin. You know? Oh, don't get me oh. started on Bitcoin. <laughs> don't get me. What is it up to? Like $63,000? It, it had hit 67. Who knows where it oh. is right now? It's because they launched what is known as the ETF, the exchange traded funds. Basically, the, the market is now uh, engaging in futures buying on cryptocurrency. Huge for crypto. Uh, but I, I, I don't know what the future of that's going to be and how that's going to play out. But uh, yeah, I, it, it, you always feel like you're just a bit behind the, the edge there. But I, I, I'm just convinced that I'm, that I'm behind the eight ball. I got to do it. I got to do it. When I finally get done with this La Flor Dominicana digger, D-I-G-G-E-R, this Ecuadorian Maduro, I'll get on it. I'm halfway through this eight and a half inch cigar. Not even. But I got to tell you, it's, it's worth the smoke. Especially the price point, of, especially we're trying. It's a giant cigar, eight and a half by 60. It's worth the smoke. This has been enjoyable. Paired it with a French press. I think that's the way you should go. Go some coffee with this cigar. Find everything at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. That's what you do. I'm Tony Katz. That's Fingers Malloy. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Did you know Audible isn't just for audiobooks? 
They have podcasts too. And you guessed it, Eat, Drink, Smoke is now on Audible. Listen to us there. Eat, Drink, Smoke.